Welcome to Inspire to Code at the Apple Store Kurfürstendamm. And please welcome Mengting Gao and Fabian Lukas from Kitchen Stories. Yes, hello. Thank you all Hi. so much um, for coming. Um, this is Fabian, our CTO, and me, I'm founder Hi. of Kitchen Stories. Uh, we're greatly honored to be able to be part of One Hour of Code and tell you a little bit about our story, about how we got into um, this whole app business, um, how it is really like a great thing if you can get not only into cooking, but into coding and really start your own venture. Um, and we want to give you a little bit of an insight how we managed to do this uh, without any prior experience, really. Um, so let's dive right into it. Um, for all of you who don't know Kitchen Stories that well yet, uh, we brought a little video for you guys um, to get a little bit of a grasp of what Kitchen Stories is all about. Are you wondering what's for dinner tonight? Discover numerous recipes for delicious, easy-to-cook dishes for free every week. Get cooking with step-by-step -step photo instructions and helpful tips for a relaxed cooking experience. Watch additional how-to videos to further improve your cooking skills. Join our community now and share your creations with food lovers around the world. Kitchen Stories. Anyone can cook. Yeah, so that is what our product is all about. So what we want to do is we want to show you anyone can cook. We want to bring you the best product that offers you more and more really great recipes and show you what food is all about. It's about great pictures, about high quality videos, and really showing you uh, that you can do this at home. Anyone can do this at home. Give you the possibility to browse your new recipes. So as of now, you can get really a lot of Christmas ideas on what you want to do at home. And we give you whatever you need to do this so you have high quality pictures that you know make the food look yummy for you and then basically if you want to cook it we provide you with an overview you know you get all of your ingredients all of the utensils everything you need even a wine tip if you want to give your guests you know the possibility to enjoy the wine with the food and then what is really special about kitchen stories and uh, what has um, made us this largest basically we provide you with videos that should take your kitchen anxiety a little bit away so we provide you a five to seven minute inspiration inspirational videos that take you through the whole process of the recipe. You can see how the things are cooked, how large or small the dices are actually are when you are supposed to cut something. And we give you kitchen tools and tips on, you know, how to cut even a tomato or an apple or something like that, starting with the very basics and going to like how to make my own pasta. And then when you actually get into cooking, we even provide you with the step-by-step -step photo instructions. So what you will see is the exact photo step, what you're supposed to do, the exact ingredients and the utensils you need to go with it, and a very detailed description of what you're supposed to do. So really, uh, we think that anyone can cook with this. And uh, if you try, uh, please give us feedback also, because we are really looking forward to you know, improving the app and really finding also all the pitfalls and that people, whatever people are, are seeing you know, in their kitchen when they're doing doing this. Um, but today, you know, we, we also want to look a little bit on the business side of Kitchen Stories. So this is really the core of Kitchen Stories. What are we about? We provide you with premium content, and we are focused on design and usability, on exceptional design and usability. And this is what we always wanted to build. So we wanted to build a product that can be the best product in this category. And for us, food was all about emotion, about pictures. We wanted to create this and bring this to people all around the world. So we're localized in 12 languages. 
downloaded in more than 150 languages. And um, this is something that you can get absolutely for free. We create everything in-house and bring you new content all the time. And this is really what users value about Kitchen Stories. Um, what we have reached so far. So we are only live for like close to 10 months now and we've reached 3 million downloads and haven't spent a single cent in marketing yet. And every single one of you can do it. We didn't have a large budget. We started two girls finding one developer. We've, been, uh, we've reached now so many downloads, so many people around the world. We are the largest food publisher now on the App Store worldwide. Um, and we see so much more possibilities and opportunities to do this. And uh, we've been editor's choice by Apple in, in more than 120 countries. And it's not only them who love us, it's actually really our users. So we are rated 4.8 stars across all countries where we've been downloaded. And as you can see, you know, there is this little white spot still that we are trying to fill. So there's still potential there. And we'll try our very best to even fill that very last spot and get to the hearts of every single one of our users. Um, so really, today, we want to tell you, you know, it's, it's not about you don't need any experience or anything to start something on your own, to start your own venture, to get into coding. We, we were two girls writing start from university, right? We didn't have any experience. We've never built an app before. We've never taken pictures before or wrote any recipes. Um, but we just started right away. And um, how did we do that? Like, basically, we were, we were all about, you know, we wanted to create something in the area of food. And and uh, we're actually two business administration uh, students. So really, we did know a couple of business angels, you know, that we pitched to, but they, were, they would all be like, you know, you, you're, such, you're so young, you know, you don't have any experience, and there are like hundreds of thousands of cooking applications out there. How are you ever going to do this? And um, they really, really believe that people need another cookbook on their phone. But we were so persuaded that there must actually be a premium product within that category that we said, Basically, you know, screw this, we're going to do this on our own. We only have a little budget, but we can still manage to do this. And we want to show you today that there are a couple of things, basically, if you consider them, then you can do this on your own. And for us, one of the very first things is you need to find a spot that really taps into your passion. So you need to love what you do and you need to love your venture. And for us, this was always about food. Food for us is love, right? We, we love to look at it, we love to create it, we love to handle it. This is what we are all about. And this is also something, you know, why, why we want to work 100 hours a week with this product. And we won't even think about, you know, being like, oh my God, I have to go to work again. No, we want to create something and bring that to the people. And um, this is something that distinguishes us. And also, like, you can see the detail and the love for detail in the product. And only if you'll be like this, you create a product that will actually get to the people. And second of all, if you're such a small team, you just need to focus on a single, small, and very distinct product. So when you come up with an idea, you would be like, oh my god, there are so many different possibilities, and I want to build feature X, Y, Z, and it would be so cool if my users could do this or that, but you won't be able to do this. So whatever you do, really, you need to focus on the very, very first need and something where you think you can actually outrun all of the others. And for us, we decided first on the platform. So we couldn't build like a huge 
huge web platform. You know, there are hundreds of competitors out there who have millions of recipes. So it's really, really hard to tap into such a space. Rather, it would be like, if you want to be the best, then find a niche where you can do this. For us, this was the iPad. The iPad was the perfect medium for us because we could get a developer in who, you know, can create this app. The, the, um, the activity on it is really good. The experience is very well. And we do not need as much content to start off. And at the same time, it gave us the opportunity to scale very quickly. So we knew once we are in the App Store, we can go global from one day to another. It's not like it's going to cost us a lot to do that and to reach more people. So we decided mobile first is the way for us to go. And then the third thing, really, that is at the very core of our business, and that is really why we're here today, um, and that's to, to show you that technology is really the core of it. You cannot really start your own venture nowadays without mastering your technology. It's not like you, if you're a business person or whoever and you have so much so, and so many ideas, you cannot build them without a proper developer. And this is why Fabian is here today, because he's gonna tell you a little bit of how he got into coding and um, how he finds cool to do this and uh, yeah I'm gonna hand over now thank you so thank you Mengting um, I'm Fabian I'm the CTO of kitchen stories so um, I'm responsible for, for all the technical stuff behind it and yes I will talk about coding a bit because this is the hour of code so um, I, I talk about how to get into coding uh, uh, quickly and yeah I'll have some do's and don'ts for you uh, when you start a new app so Let's start. Um, I've got a question for the audience. So um, who, uh, who of you uh, did some cooking, let's say, this week? So please raise your hands. So how many of you did cook something? OK. I did. <laughs> yeah, you did? OK. I did. <laughs> so how many of you did some coding this week? Oh, OK. I think I'm. Yeah, it's quite even. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, still, <laughs> still uh, great. So I will talk about um, yeah coding. So for those who are not into coding, and uh, there's like, if there's something in the news about coding, there's an image you um, you often get from the mainstream media that's like the guy in the basement and there's only one light bulb and he's doing crazy stuff. Uh, he is, it's mostly green, which is on the screen. And um, yeah, people think like coding takes place in dark uh, basements or other dark places. And um, yeah, that's an image people get and people are saying uh, coding is only for nerds. Uh, and yeah, like this one. <laughs> so. Please, please forget these two images. Uh, we have 2014, and I think, like, yeah, coding should be for everyone. So I'd like to provide a better image, yeah. And uh, because we're kitchen stories, I'd like to say uh, coding is like cooking. <laughs> so everybody should try it. Um, it's really, really fun, and it's even more fun to do it in a team uh, with your friends. So. You mix stuff up, uh, you, have, you have the ingredients, you have maybe your ideas, you have screens, you have designs you want to you wanna implement, and then you have the tools you work with. It's like uh, the development tools by Apple, for example, Xcode, and then, yeah, you do some processing, maybe you have some pre-mixed stuff, 
And as a result, you get a tasty dish. And the cool thing about that is that uh, millions and millions of people can, uh, yeah, can actually uh, taste your dish uh, in, the, in the App Store. So the App Store is a great platform and a great opportunity to, um, to promote an app. So, but in my opinion, the coolest thing about coding is this. <laughs> you are actually building something up you're doing, you're doing architecture. You are like, you're a craftsman. You can build things and you can uh, tear things down again. And um, yeah, you're a craftsman, you're an architect, you're somehow an artist as well. And yes, you are, you're a cook, you're mixing stuff together. So, but compared to all these other guys uh, I mentioned, you can change stuff afterwards. You can, you can optimize on the go. You can, you can undo errors. If you, if you have a meal which is too salty, it's quite hard to fix. If you, if you have uh, some piece of architecture and the basement is too small, that's quite expensive to fix. So programming is something extremely agile and um, yeah, you can change stuff while you are building it. So um, yeah, they tried it, I think, uh, with architecture, uh, with a Berlin airport, but that doesn't really work out quite well. <laughs> so um, though coding is something virtual you're doing, with uh, uh, coding for iOS is really, yeah, you can build something you can actually touch with your fingers. So you, you connect the world of the programming with the real world. So it's really cool. You, you see the progress immediately. When you, when you want a red circle on the display, you code it and it's there. And then when you touch it, it's maybe, maybe it explodes or something. It, it's really fun to do that. So um, that was my personal motivation to start with coding for iOS. When I um, saw, first saw the keynote back in 2007, uh, when the first iPhone was presented, not only that I wanted to get an iPhone at once, but I also wanted to get hands on the SDK. Uh, starting with the SDK, I said bye-bye to my old friends, uh, HTML and CSS and all that. So uh, to wrap everything up, coding is really fun and everybody should try it. Uh, yeah, how do you really start coding? Um, you read books, study theory, no, just start learning by doing. So go download Xcode from the Mac App Store. It's for free. If you don't have a Mac, go downstairs and get one. It's not for free. <laughs> but um, yeah, check out some tutorials. There are loads of great tutorials on the internet. So go to code.org. Uh, they have great tutorials. Check out the WWDC, which takes place in San Francisco, uh, San Francisco every year. and. Um, even though you don't understand everything or maybe you don't understand anything at all, just start and keep on going. There may be some requirements. You shouldn't be in war with math or with um, logic. Um, and there should be some affinity uh, some, um, to, uh, to technology. But um, yeah, start it. And if you like it, you can you can go to university and get like a deeper dive into it and um, or uh, go to an evening school or apply to a tech company uh, or apply for an internship to a tech company like Kitchen Stories. So the university gives you a solid foundation of programming techniques, though 
it you you won't get into iOS especially very deeply. But um, yeah, to wrap everything up, start today, start coding, and yeah. So this was a bit of a um, summary. So next up, some do's and don'ts. So as I said, there's a lot of code on the internet you can use. So if you if you want to learn how to start coding, um, it's yeah, it's always easy to copy and paste to press Command C, Command V, everything into your Xcode. But my it's a pro tip, so I say don't do it. Type everything out like the old-fashioned way. So because if you're typing. Uh, yeah, the magic happens. That's this beautiful code coloring and the, the code completion which happens and the code correction. And you only experience this when you are typing the code. So don't do any, any uh, copy and paste. And it's like much more beautiful than the green stuff the guy a few slides ago had on the screen. So um, next up, this is a bit more if you're into coding. So Many people think there is um, the most complex solution of a problem is the best, the most sophisticated. I believe that simplicity rules. So if, you, um, yeah, if you're building up an architecture, keep everything simple and clean. So the most simple solution for a complex problem is the best because a simple architecture, a simple server architecture, can scale better. If you, if you have a lot of users uh, using your app or your service, you're really, uh, yeah, that's, that's really about it, to scale something. So, um, yeah, next up, uh, do not reinvent the wheel. There is so much stuff out there to use. So if you are coding something and feel like, okay, this is really basic undoing, and yeah, I shouldn't really do this now, stop coding, go to the internet. There's so many packages to get. There's so many services to start with. So don't set up your own servers. There are so many services ready to go. If you want to send a mail, or if you want to send a push notification, or if you want to uh, have a ready-to-go uh, backend uh, API stuff. It's all out there. You can just use it on the go. It's really easy. So use these services when you start a new app. Don't build, uh, build up stuff yourself. So next up, be native, be up-to-date. So native means like there are people who think they want to have the exact same user experience on every device. Like my app feels exactly the same on an Android, on an, uh, on an iPhone, and a TV, and a watch. But yeah, nobody really cares because the, the, um, the most people have only just one device. So the app should be, uh, should be uh, yeah, made for that device and feel like all the other apps on that device. So building an iPhone app should be the app should be behave like all the other apps on the iPhone. So, yeah, be up to date. Uh, build on the newest technologies. So provided by Apple, and and cut off, uh, yeah, uh, cut off old stuff quite early, because 
the adoption rate of new iOS versions is really great compared to the others. And uh, you can really use new features of new iOS versions really, yeah, really early. Uh, for example, we had like a bird singing in June that we should, or in August, that we should make something with our app that um, the user interface should scale in different directions. So we put a work in it, I think one or two weeks, and um, made everything scalable. And um, yes, when the iPhone 6 and 6 Plus came out in September, our app worked perfectly and looked really nice on the new devices. And we also did um, yeah, a notification center widget, uh, uh, and it was like ready to go on day one when iOS 8 uh, was out. So be up to date, use the most recent technology and use the latest SDK if you build apps. So that's about it for me now. I think um, I'll be back for some Q&A afterwards. So back to Meng Ting. Yes, and then really, you know, everything I, all <laughs> of this code and everything I really, from a business perspective, I can only advise each and every one of you guys, this is like the best thing, not just, you know, get into coding and become a coder, but also if you want to start your own venture, if you want to create something on your own, it is worth so much if you can understand a little bit what's going on. Do not expect, you know, to sit there and then create your product and be like, I want to be, I want to have this on the screen and the user should be able to do this or whatever. It is really hard. It's going to be really hard to communicate that if you do not understand what's going on in the background. Of course, you know, you don't have to get everything, but like be open to this technology. I mean, even me, like I have no idea about coding, but I have code um, on my MacBook. I try to use it a little bit. I try to get my own bills. I try to, you know, work around it a little bit and see what is happening and what is going on. And that is so super important for you to create something and to be able to talk with developers to understand a little bit what's going on. And really, if you get into coding, you actually become a coder. You are like the most wanted. It is immense, especially here in Berlin, where there's so many startups. Every single one of them needs developers looking for a developer. It's not that old image anymore it's like those guys who like know the code and can and do know the business as well are actually the most valuable person you will probably get in a business and it's also those people who will drive the business forward and this is something that that I really had to learn as well like if there is a large regret during university it's for sure not to have been able or not really looked at all of those different platforms because nowadays there's so many possibilities where you can start learning a little bit there are courses and everything everything out there, just tap into it. Don't be afraid of it. It's just a different kind of language. And it's really not that hard to get a first grasp of how to understand the code and how to manage to deal with that. And just don't be afraid to do this, because um, it's really going to help you in the end. And the fourth and last thing, and after that, we, we can come a little bit into questions, um, is for us, you know, we, we wanted to tell you as well, this whole thing, if you start something, it's a marathon, it's not a sprint. You know, it's in the beginning, it might be really hard to jump, to make the decision, okay, I'm going to start something on my own. But once you did that, and once you actually made the decision, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to try to do this and be the best in whatever I'm deciding to do, you get so many tasks and everything coming at you that you'll be like, okay, I need to work, I need to finish this, I need to finish that, and after this, I'm gonna do this, and you have launches and launches and everything. You know, take your time, breathe a little bit, 
take a step back, prioritize what you need to do, think about what other people and what your team can support you with, and really take a step back and try to walk this home way. You know, you, you should have a pace at it, so be, be quicker than your competition, but do not try to, you know, just be in it so much that you do not see the whole picture anymore because sometimes it is really important to do that and really and what what others founders have have told us before and that we probably never expected to be so real is that this whole ride is such a roller coaster like you will never have a day anymore where you just feel it's kind of going all right, right? So you have like either really, really great days or you have really, really bad days. There's not really a day where just time passes by and by the end you don't know what happens. There is always like something really great or like a catastrophe. Like for us, for example, when we, when we started this whole thing off and it was really just the two of us and uh, we did this thing with, with our very first developer, Dennis, uh, who was a student back then, who's still with our company now. Um, you know, we, we put this thing on to the App Store and uh, we were expecting a feature, but we did not really know, of course, but we were really hoping to get one. And then really, as I don't know if some of you guys know, but like the new features on the App Store, they go online Thursdays, usually in Germany between 6 p.m. and 8 p.m. probably. So as we're sitting in front of our iPads, you know, refreshing all the time, and we were like afraid that it's not gonna happen. And then it was like eight o'clock, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, and we were like, okay, this is just not gonna happen anymore. Um, and we were like so frustrated at this point. And then we went into this uh, food and drink section, and then there was like this full place banner popping up when we were like so happy and like a wow and everything. We were maybe a little bit disappointed that we did not end up on the front page as well, but then you we refreshed again and again because <laughs> we wanted to see also what is happening on the front page and then suddenly it came up and was this like really really big thing for us there was such a reward for all the hard work that we did for months to go and it was such a great feeling you know we were calling up Dennis our developer on Skype and we we're like we have to toast to this and he didn't even have um, something to toast with us with so he grabbed a Red Bull as developers do sometimes so we, we cheers via Skype and it was like it this big, big high feeling, you know, and then but there comes bad times again, and then you sit there and we in the very beginning made mistakes as well, lots of them. So we uploaded a build that made old users app crash like directly when they opened it. And of course it was like our hearts were like dropping, right? So we were like updating it, creating a new build, uploading it, waiting for it to be updated and everything. So it's always it's always the same. You have such great things to come with. Now for us, it was, uh, for example, like last time we've been asked to be part of RED, which is this really, really super great international organization. And we have never even thought like a year ago mm. to be able to participate in something like this or to be here and be, mm. be able to, to try to inspire you guys uh, through one hour of code. We've never expected this to happen. And this all happened within one year. And um, this is really something you know, that we want to share with you. Like you don't need that much money to start with that. You don't need a lot of experience. You just need a really, really great team and really people who are committed to this, who share the same dream and vision that you got, who will support you in each and everything that you do. And if you hire people and build up your team, please, you know, try to get people that are smarter than you and they are, you know, higher above yourself. Do not try to get people, you know, to do a little bit of your work, to get rid of a little bit of what you're doing, but rather get people in, you know, that will get you 
on top. They will manage things and specific needs and especially development. They will master that way better than you would ever be able to because that's the way that you can actually build a company with such a small team that will be able to you know, become actually one of the best within the category. And for us, it's really, this is all going to be worth it. Once you get your product out there, and our product is now out there globally, and uh, it's, it's downloaded in more than 150 countries, and it's rated very well. If you go into the App Store, I, we might say that there are not that many apps who can um, have a close to five-star rating across all of the countries. If people are actually telling you, you know, this is the best app I ever used. I really love this. Um, this is the best cooking experience I ever had. I love the videos. I love what you do. You inspire me to cook. I always was afraid of it or whatever. This is what you want to hear. And this makes everything worthwhile because you know that someone maybe on the other side of the world is right now using this, what you built, and really solving an actual problem in their life with this, and it's making their day a little bit better. And this is something that is actually super great for us. And I brought to you um, an email, actually, that I'm going to read to you guys. <laughs> and uh, this only reached us like a couple of days ago. And this is feedback that we get um, close to every day. It's like, it says, Dear Kitchen Stories team, I bought this app because of the red promotion and wasn't sure I'd use it. I'm a 63-year-old guy, newly single, never learned to cook, but want to eat healthy food. I realize I need to cook it myself, and your app is allowing me to do that. You give me everything I need and make it simple. You totally remove any kitchen anxiety I would otherwise feel. This app is the best thing I have, and it makes the iPad worth every cent I paid for it. John. So this is really what it's all about. It's about actually reaching people and giving them a product at hand that makes their day a little bit better than it might have been without. So this is our core team, really, that's behind this whole thing. So you can see Dennis, uh, who's uh, been our very first developer, um, Fabian and Ole and Verena and me, who founded this. Um, so unfortunately, we cannot put the whole team up there. It's now uh, been growing a little bit. Um, but you know, the very first members that you get into your team, make sure that they cover the very core of your business. For us, it's technology and design. That's what we are all about. Great usability, great design. Um, so this is our core members. And uh, yeah, we would be happy um, to chat with each and every one of you. And we're eager to see if you have any questions for us. Uh, thank you for the talk. Uh, Fabian, you mentioned uh, a few, you said it's so easy to start because there's so many out-of-the-box solutions. Uh, maybe it would help if you could mention a few of those solutions, services that you actually uh, use and what kind of problems they cover for you. Okay, um, yeah, it's Kitchen Stories. Uh, we have this, like, we're using this ready-to-go backend, which is called Pass. It's, it's made uh, by Facebook. And um, I think Mark Zuckerberg said, like, if I had that when I started Facebook, it, it would have been really great. Um, it's called Parse, yeah. And then we have, like, um, yeah, for um, all the scaling stuff, we'll, uh, we use different services, like there's Cloudflare, which is a content delivery network for all uh, our images and video stuff. And, um, yeah, the, um, the services by Amazon, 
like the, um, the S3 and the Elastic Transcoder for transcoding the videos and uh, for hosting and the CloudFront from Amazon. Uh, it's um, yeah, it's also um, yeah, um, a CDN, uh, yeah, content delivery network. And yeah, what else? Um, sending mails. Um, we have um, <laughs> a different Mailchimp. And we have, um, yeah, let me think. I think that's about it. Um, yeah, pass uh, also for sending push notifications and yeah, and the typical analytics tools you can use out of the box. Um, yeah, and iTunes Connect. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's, yeah, that's it for now. Thank you so much. You said earlier you were trying to, um, you know, uh, inspire us a little bit, and I can definitely <laughs> say you have. Um, <laughs> Thank you. When, uh, you know, I, I listen to you, uh, the two of you are doing this completely, I assume, at this point in time, full time. I think the question that a lot of people have, are just like you mentioned, it's a, it's a little bit of a language, it's a new language to learn. You know, do you feel that this, this is something that a lot of people can actually just do in their own spare time, just to try to figure it out, how to write code, and how to, how to possibly even get the first apps developed? Is it something that needs to be done full time? You mentioned it's a marathon. Can people do it part time? Yes, I think, well, yeah. from, from my perspective, um, I mean, I, I, I do not code, but um, I can definitely say I've tapped into a couple of platforms that offer you, you know, like little tutorials, but it's a little bit, no, there, there are stuff like, uh, like Code Academy or stuff like that. It's almost, it feels a little bit like a game. So I am pretty sure you can do this. Yeah. As I said, like there are friends of mine who did this next to university, right? They were just coding a little bit, starting a little bit their own apps, et cetera. And they are really great now in doing this. And they're so much better now at, you know, creating their own ventures because they can talk in that kind of language. Um, so I'm pretty persuaded it is, but yeah. I guess Fabian can uh, can give a better. Yeah, you can, you can start like, uh, yeah, you have some hours a day or yeah, for an an evening school or something and I think it's quite easy to start with a few hours a day and um, yeah and yeah it's like yeah you get you get um, yeah the basics and you can solve some problems um, I won't say it's easy like really to become a really good a good coder that needs uh, that needs time but to uh, to yeah take a look into it and uh, do some some yeah uh, yeah, uh, more like configuration and put things together. It's, yeah, mm. yeah, it's easy to start with. So. I, and I can promise you want to see more of it once you get into there. Even me, like, I have no idea, but if I look into it and I could try to manage a couple of things on my own just to see what's happening in the app afterwards, it's like you want to spend more time in getting to know what it's actually about. And um, yeah, I guess you will just spend more and more time on it on itself. <laughs> Yes, please. So Apple introduced Swift this summer. Do you use that within your main app? Or uh, how do you feel that as a, an approachable language for people to start <laughs> with iOS development? Yeah, I really like it. I, uh, I looked into it. And if I start a new app, I would use it. And uh, but like we have, yeah, we have started Kitchen Stories like in, uh, yeah, yeah this year, early this year, the app, or yeah, late last year, and there's a, a big code base, which is already uh, uh, Objective-C, but 
yeah, uh, maybe at one time we start building everything new in Swift because it's really cool. I did some small project with Swift and it's fun. Yeah. So I would recommend yeah, someone who is building a completely new app from the ground up using Swift from day one and not using Objective-C anymore. Yeah. I think <laughs> there was a question uh, in the back there. So. Same question. <laughs> Same okay. question. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, yeah, this goes to both really, but you said earlier on about if you're going to find somebody to bring into your team, make sure that they're better than you or more intelligent than you, which <laughs> of course on a low budget project or in a startup company that is almost impossible to do unless you start to offer parts of your company away. How would you best approach that sort of scenario? How do I um, how do I approach people that are smarter than me to join the company? Uh, actually, well, first of all, I'm pretty sure that um, every single one, you know, that when we want to get into the team, they they're smarter than us in, in one aspect or best in the aspect, of course, like in the department that we want to hire them in. Um, so yeah, but you you definitely have to sell the vision, and that's that's what I mean. Like you have to have team members that share the very same vision that you have. If you say, you know, like like the, our scenario, you know, we were back then, we had like what 5,000, 15,000 downloads in the first months or something like that, and we we tried to get Fabian in actually, um, you know, and you. You, you are in this position, you are really, really small. You don't know where it's going yet, but you believe it, and you really want your other to believe this as well, <laughs> right? So and um, you convinced me. Somehow. Yes, if, if you see, like, if you, if you find someone who's sharing the same passion and who believes you can do like three million downloads in a year without spending marketing expenses because you just built the best product there is and there is no reason for a user not to download it. And if you actually have someone who feels like this is gonna be something that can be big, then you will get them into your team. Oh. You will never get them because you pay them um, as much as they may get in any of the large companies around. So no, I'm pretty sure Fabian can go like tomorrow and get like three times the salary that he gets with us. But uh, he's here because he wants to build something with us as well, right? So it's like you, you need people that believe in that you can scale that. And then of course you incentivize them with shares as well because this is what the belief is all about, right? So if you're not willing to give part of your company to your employees, then of course they won't believe that you want to share this dream with them, right? So that's also what we do, of course. But um, we also do not, you know, we, we do not try to, to dump salaries or anything like that. So everyone should really get what they deserve. We can't do like huge packages, but it should always be fair. And best case is they're really smart people who will drive the company. So I'll definitely give them a share of the company as well. So do you have any suggestions for people that would, um, they, they get into coding now, they learned a little bit of coding and now they want to, start something up and my I mean how did you come up with the final idea hey we need to do something um, in the in the cooking space so what kind of suggestion do you have for people to find opportunities is it looking through the app store looking for things you would miss yourself so how would you go about us what do you suggest people to yes start? so um, as we did it probably it's um, no we um, we 
were thinking um, about doing something in the food space. And uh, we had this, this complete different idea. We wanted to open like a restaurant, a, the fast casual business chain for burritos. Um, but we realized pretty fast, you know, we're not really the type of people to do this. We're not, not some chefs or whoever who know how to run this whole thing. Uh, so we got back to our desk, you know, and we were like, we, we still really want to do something, create something on our own. So we, we chose like a really business approach. So we went there and we, we scanned all of the like startup ideas around the world what is working somewhere in their, the business models here, you know, they, they just uh, find some great model in the different countries, bring it here, make it big. But um, our heart was always only, you know, with food. It's like once there was a food idea amongst all of those ideas, it would always be like, oh, this is a great idea, even though probably the business model is not even better or whatever. And that's why at some point we said, okay, so probably food is really the thing that we want to do. And then it came really from a neat kind of perspective. So for me, I'm like a cook show junkie. I watch a lot of cooking shows, a lot of um, US formats and stuff, but they, we never found the perfect thing on the iPad. You know, I have my iPad iPad and my iPhone with me all the time, but I do not find a cooking application that actually fits my needs. So I have a lot of user-generated content that's good, but it's just not the feeling that food is supposed to give to me. So we basically sat down and we're like, we can do this better and we can actually be the best. We, we looked at Germany at first, um, but we were so sure that we can do a better job than what there is in the market and that really pushed us into saying okay we're just going to start this now right away and uh, if it's working out that would be great and really huge um, if not I mean at least we can say we tried it oh. I think then um, I'd say thank you so much all for coming. Uh, if you have more questions like directly to us afterwards, we'd be very happy to talk with each and every one of you. And uh, we hope we could inspire you a little bit to get into your own stuff and uh, happy to be here. Thanks for having us. <laughs>